It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Philip Rossman-Reich, the host of Locked on Magic. I am actually on vacation right now, a little, little quick trip here, uh, visiting my sister. She's graduating from uh, graduate school, uh, so we're celebrating that. I'm out of town, unable to record a new episode. Uh, so today, since it is such a big week for the Orlando Magic, I am leaving you with a, a recording of our Twitter space from Friday. Our la- This will be our last show before the NBA Draft Lottery actually takes place. So... We'll talk a little bit about what's going on on draft day, how the NBA draft lottery actually works, and of course, who the Orlando Magic will take. Before we get into that, though, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing when we first thing in the morning, right when we upload, whenever. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Download them wherever you download podcasts today. We'd also like to thank today's sponsor of Locked On Magic, Sakara Nutrition. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish. Go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter code locked on 20 for 20% off at checkout. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indeed, Locked On Magic today is going to be May 16th, 2022. I'm actually recording this on May 13th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to do a replay of our Twitter spaces, which I am starting right now, um, live at least. Um, We'll be doing our Twitter spaces today, uh, talking about the NBA draft, our last mock draft Friday before the NBA draft, um, so you're going to get to see the magic of everything happening here. Uh, I did a quick tankathon spin. This will be day 33, I think, of our tankathon spin of the day. Um, and so we uh, have the magic with the number one pick for the second week in a row. So we'll talk some draft topics, maybe talk some sleeper picks as well. I'm going to let you kind of control the conversation um, as we uh, get into it here. So I'm going to set everything up. So we're going to talk a little bit about a um, little bit about the uh, the NBA the NBA draft here to, on today's show. We obviously did a quick quick mock draft, quick spin on Tankathon. We do have the Magic with the number one pick, so we'll probably uh, lose that lose that part of our conversation here today because of um, because of uh, uh, we did this we did that last week. So uh, I want to know what your draft questions are, uh, what thoughts you have. Um, actually, uh, there's a special guest here in our. Uh, Twitter Twitter space here. We've got the the six man show uh, here. Uh, I, I'd love to get I'd love to get him on the show. I'd love to have him uh, chat a little bit because uh, the the six man show has a big big announcement uh, that they made a last couple in the last last few days here. Um, if you don't know, if you live in the Orlando area, uh, be sure to head out to Harry Buffalo on Tuesday night uh, for the official Orlando Magic Watch Party, which the six man show uh, has helped organize. I'm going to be there. I'm actually off on a Tuesday, which is strange. 
Um, but I'm going to be there uh, hanging out and hopefully giving some good vibes as well. Um, in our mock draft Friday, the Magic do have the number one overall pick. Um, Y'all know who I would take with the number one pick. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, it's going to take a lot for me to budge off this. I am very much in the Paolo Bancaro camp as far as who the Magic should take with the number one pick. Um, you know, I, I, I think we'll, obviously, I don't want to go like super, super deep into it. Um, super, super deep into it, um, but I will talk a little bit about it here. But um, our pals at the Six Man Show are, are, are here in the Twitter space. Uh, hey, how's how's it going? Hey, Bill, it's Jonathan. How's it going, man? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you, Jonathan? Doing well, man. I, I really just joined the space because I wanted to get some more eyes on it to get more people in here for you. But um, I'm in the car with the kids. <laughs> so it might be a little noisy, but uh, I appreciate you shouting out the the watch party, man. We're really excited. Yeah, no, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a good night. Um, obviously, uh, if you didn't go last year, last year was a lot of fun. I know I know I helped hook you hook you guys up with with Spectrum News Thirteen in the building, but um, I, I'm I'm really excited to to get be able to enjoy it a little bit as a fan, not not necessarily working all, all that much. Um, it was a great time last year, minus the result. Um, although we're pretty happy with Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner, I think in the end. Um, but, uh, uh, hopefully this year we were all, we're all celebrating a little, little bit more, a uh, little bit more. That is definitely the hope, um, would love for you guys to come out. I, it's going to be a great time either way, regardless of the, of the result, just kind of the buildup and everything like that. Uh, last year was just so much fun. And especially if you don't have an opportunity to be around a ton of diehard magic fans, you know, all the time, uh, like even at games, you know, you, you sit next to a lot of casuals sometimes, but, uh, this, you know, the, the draft lottery is for the diehards, you know what I mean? So uh, it's going to be a great time. Would love to see everybody there. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited to hear uh, your mock draft. Yeah, yeah, we'll, def- we'll definitely get into it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here first. Um, we, ran, we ran a take-a-thon spin. Easiest outcome we can get. Magic with the number one overall pick. I, who, who, who would you take with the number one pick? Uh, <laughs> Are you not there yet? I, I, keep, I keep going back and forth. Um, really, the, the top three to me, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to be mad with anybody. If you're going to put me on the spot, I'll go Paolo, number one. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I'm, I'm in the boat with you there. Can, can you, you know, can I, can I wring a little bit of reasoning out, out of you, or, or do you want to reserve that for, for your show? Yeah, sorry, my, my connection isn't the best right now. Um, I just think he can, he can, he looks like an NBA player, great size, obviously, the athleticism, the strength, shot-making ability. You know, I think he could be kind of molded into a great defender. He has all the physical tools to do that. Um, yeah, I just I, I think he looks to me to be the most NBA ready. And to me, he just he, he screams, you know, quality NBA player. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Of, of all the guys at the top of this draft, he, he just feels like a star the most to me, if that makes sense. Um, he feels like he's the guy, you know, you can give the ball to late in the game. And he's not going to be afraid of the moment. Um, you know, I think I think for me, you know, I really like Paolo throughout the draft process. And it's not that I don't like Jabari Smith. It's not that I don't like um, some of the other players that are that are that are out there um, or are among those top three. Um, it's that you know, in the NCAA tournament, in the biggest games of the year, Duke was giving the ball to Paolo, and, and Paolo was largely converting for them. And, and, and again, I think we all kind of recognize the biggest need Orlando has is just a guy who can create a little bit for himself. Um, you know, we watched. You know, I think Cole Anthony tries and tries his hardest, um, but we we watched enough of this team struggling to kind of create and, and force the defense to react to them. And and I think 
A lot of Paolo's flaws are things that he can work on and improve on. I think he can become a better three-point shooter. Um, I think that he can be a good defender. It's, it's really going to be up to him. I think that's going to be the big question for him. Um, you know, I think there's just a little bit of fine-tuning and just kind of, you know, a little bit of an, maybe a little bit of an attitude adjustment on that end. But, you know, the, the, the Magic need offense more than anything else. And, and they need a guy that they can really build around. And, and I think Paolo is that guy. And that, that's why I have him kind of edging out Jabari Smith right now. Uh, you know, I'll be doing another big board this weekend before the NBA draft lottery. And I'll probably have a new number one on my board because I, the, more I've, the more I've been thinking about it, the more I've been doing these mock draft exercises, um, the more I just kind of keep turning to you can give the ball to Paolo and he can get you a bucket. And, and, and you watch the playoffs. That's, that's what you need the most. That's what the Magic struggled with in 2019 and 2020 in the playoffs. You need a guy who can just create a little bit, create a little bit and get a bucket for you. And I, and I think that's ultimately going to be Paolo. Yeah, I can tell you as a, as a North Carolina fan, <laughs> you know, in that Final Four game, I was so relieved that down the stretch they stopped going to Paolo. It's the reason they lost, man. Nothing, it is. There was nothing that Brady Manick could, as much as I love Brady Manick, there was nothing he could do to stop Paolo, you know, uh, for the better part of that second half. In the last three or four minutes, they just stopped going to him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to have a chance to win this game now. And I, I think I'm right there with you. I, I do love Jabari Smith. Um, you know, the, the individual playmaking concerns, I, I definitely understand that the more that I watch him. Um, to me, you know, we, we keep talking about the results of this draft lottery. As long as we end up in the top three, even the top four, I'm, I'm starting to talk myself a little bit into shade and sharp if we end up out of the top three. Um, but I think that's largely going to depend on, you know, the Magic's due diligence and how he performs in workouts and everything like that. I just obviously not playing in Kentucky. There are a lot of questions with Shade and Sharp. But, uh, yeah, I think if we end up one or two, I think in, in some order it ends up, you know, Chet and Paolo in the top two. I think, you know, Jabari probably goes three and then four. You know, after that it, it, it gets a little bit more interesting. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night, and you know, I I, I like the draft lottery most of all because it kind of quiets all the talk and 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 it really sets the future um, for this team. Like like it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me like I'm very much like give me concrete facts kind of guy. It, it's it's hard for me to like kind of speculate too far out because we just we just don't know. And and I think right. where the Magic end up, who the Magic end up taking, that's gonna that's gonna help them determine what they do with their cap room this offseason and, and what direction they really feel like they they can go and. And again, I think, you know, again, by, by the time we get to late June, I think they'll have a, an idea of, okay, this is where Franz Wagner is at in his development because they'll be watching him probably in the gym or, or getting ready for summer league. Um, they'll, they'll have a better understanding of, of where their roster is at and how aggressive they can be this offseason because the Magic are certainly a team um, that could be a real big player this offseason, although we kind of expect them to kind of nibble on the edges a little bit uh, with, with the cap room that they have. Yeah, I agree with you, and I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm waiting for the draft order to be set before I dive too much into a lot of these other prospects outside of the top three or four there just because I, I can't get excited if I, if I don't know where we're going to be picking. So um, I, I'm really excited to for Tuesday. Obviously, I think it's it's going to be a great day. I've got you know good feelings, but I woke up last year on the, on the day of the lottery convinced that we were going to be drafting Kate Cunningham and we all know how that turned out so this year I, I'm trying to go into this with with lowered expectations and almost expecting us to get five or six and then just be ecstatic if the result is anything better than that hey hope for the best prepare for the worst you know I I, I will say kind of like last like last year's draft 
there there are like six or seven guys that I feel fairly comfortable with. Obviously, the higher you pick, the better player you're theoretically going to get. Um, but th- but this draft is not last year's draft um, in, in terms of, of talent, but there are still some really good players. And, and I think no matter where the Magic end up drafting, they're, they're going to get, I think, a quality player that's going to help them kind of take a, another step for the franchise. You know, maybe not the step they need to take. I think we all understand the biggest need for this franchise is top-end talent, and, and that's going to be the biggest struggle for now. Um, but And unfortunately, top-end talent is determined by both where you're positioned in the lottery and how good your scouting department is. And, and I, you know, you can, I think there are some criticisms you can make about Jeff Waltman and, and his ability to draft, um, but I think he's done a decent job so far. Um, but it, it's about, you know, we got to, we'll, we'll get someone that's going to push this team forward, whether it's, you know, Shaden Sharp, whether it's Jabari Smith, uh, Chet Holmgren, Paolo Bancaro, you know, I, I'm not the biggest Jay Nivey guy, but Jay Nivey is a ridiculously talented player too. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Keegan Murray and Ben Matherin. So I've, I've named more than six guys there that, that I feel pretty comfortable about drafting. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I think, um, I think Ivy is slipping a little bit for me as well. Um, leaning, you know, if we end up five or six, you know, I, I don't think that you can be mad at Jaden Ivy around there. Um, you know, I just keep going back to, you know, say what you will about John Calipari, but, you know, he's convinced that if Shaden Sharp came back to Kentucky, you know, he'd be the number one pick in the draft next year. I'm sure a lot of that is just really for Kentucky's own benefit, wanting him to come back. But, you know, Calipari seen, has seen a lot of talented guys come through that door. John Wall, you know, Anthony Davis, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, Devin Booker, you name it. Um, you know, say what you want about his in-game strategy and, and coaching ability and ability to adjust on the fly, but the guy can identify talent. And uh, I'm just – I'm really intrigued to see how Shannon Sharp – because I think he's going to be one of those guys that's going to need to participate in some team workouts um, if he's looking to elevate his draft stock and uh, just – Interested to see kind of what comes out of that. I'd be interested what you think of uh, Shaden Sharp. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've, I've watched a little bit of tape on, on Shaden Sharp, and obviously it's high school, so it's it's hard to, to draw too much into it. But the guy is really athletic. Um, he has NBA three-point range. I know his shot and his, and his attacking are still some stuff that, that, that teams want him to work on. Um, what really impressed me was he's an explosive uh, two-foot jumper, two-foot leaper. Um, a lot of his highlights are him grabbing a rebound and exploding off of two feet and finishing at the rim. And obviously doing that in the high school level is different than doing it at the NBA level. Um, but that, that, that displays a, a certain amount of strength and athleticism that that's really, really good to have. Um, you know, I, I've, I've read a lot of the stuff that says if Shaden Sharp had played, he might be the number one pick in this draft. So, you know, you, you can't ignore the talent. I, I suspect his agent um, is going to be very protective of him. Um, and I kind of noted this on my pot on my podcast on Friday or today, um, that, uh, that if I were his agent, um, I, I, I feel like I hold the cards. I have the super talented player. You know, you see where the draft order shakes out. You probably work out or interview with the number one team, but really if I'm his agent, I pick where I want to go. If, if I don't like who the number yeah. one team is, I, I if Shaden doesn't like who the number one team is, I'm not sending him there. They, you know, that he's not, that you could keep the mystery up that way too. Um, so I think Shaden Sharp's people, I think Shaden Sharp holds all the cards about where he goes. It's kind of a unique situation in that way. Um, and, you know, obviously, I, I think, you know, I, I do think it, it, Jeff Weltman deserves credit um, in this sense. People trust him. Agents like him. Players like him. He's got a good reputation around the league. So I would suspect that the Magic will at least get an interview with him. It sounds like Shaden's going to do a, a, a pro day with his agency. Um, I doubt he will do workouts against other players. 
Um, you know, they want to kind of keep that mystery up and 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 kind of make everyone make everyone see the high school tape and and surmise from that. That's probably the best way to kind of to gin up his draft stock because if he per- fails to perform against another top prospect, um, then obviously things can go sideways very very quickly and and word can get word can get out and get around like that. Um, but um, I, I I think I think I mean I think Shaden people are really starting to dig into Shaden's tape, you know, a non non draft people. And, and I think there is a lot to like there. Um, I've kind of had him probably fourth. I'll probably have him fourth on my board uh, when it comes out on Monday, just because again, the magic needs star power. This guy has star power. He can play both guard, both wing positions. Um, and, and I think, and I think he would be a really good, he would really be a really good fit roster wise, as much as skill and talent wise to this team. I think you make some really good points specifically about, you know, kind of the control that he has over the draft process. And and when I said, you know, kind of working out for some of the teams, I was more alluding to, you know, that top four to five range. But you make a great point that he kind of has the the convenience or the, the luxury to kind of pick and choose who he's going to work out for. I don't think he's going to be working out for like lower lottery teams and, and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see, you know, kind of how this whole narrative around him evolves as we lead up to the draft it would not surprise me at all if he is you know ends up being in that top three to four conversation like you said i probably have him you know four or five you know somewhere in there in terms of my my big board right now but the the talent is is definitely intriguing and especially if you were a a, you know a a follower of the magic that was hoping for like a jalen green-esque player in the last draft you know shade and sharp is not exactly the same kind of player, but I, I think his you know some similar skills uh, to to Jalen Green. So, yeah, man, really looking forward to, to Tuesday so that we can get the the draft order solidified, and then we can uh, really start speculating a bit more about you know where the Magic, you know where they'll be and who they who they'll be able to take. Yeah, for sure, uh, Jonathan. Thanks, thanks for hopping on. Hope you hope you enjoy the Twitter Spaces experience. Um, it's it's I've been doing I've tried it the last couple of weeks here. It's it's it's. It's a really, it's a really great outlet, really great way to interact with people. As will be Tuesday's draft party. So if you're draft lottery party, uh, so if you're in the Orlando area, Perry Buffalo downtown Orlando, it's right on Church Street across across the street from the Amway Center on the other side of I four. Um, I, I think the party officially starts at seven. Uh, the draft lottery is at eight. Uh, we'll we'll all be we'll all be hanging out there. Come come hang with some Magic fans. I know we're we can be we can be a quiet bunch, but. Uh, we we will we will let the world hear hear us uh, when when the magic when the magic's name comes up last in the in the draft lottery there. That's right. Thank you guys. Good vi- good vibes only at, at Harry Buffalo. Harry Buffalo. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Jonathan. Jonathan for uh, for for jumping on jumping on here. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you a little bit about Saqqara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Saqqara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Now is the time to seek wellness, joy, and abundance in all areas of your life, starting with what you eat. With Saqqara, you get 
eight nutrient-dense meals, snacks, and supplements that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste or quality. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Sakara gives you the tools you need to transform your life with their organic, ready-to-eat meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials. The nutritionally designed, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners are made with powerful plant-rich ingredients, helping boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings, and get your skin glowing. Plus, it's all delivered right to your door, ready to eat. Sakara's functional plant-rich wellness essentials help you create a body you love living in. From their best-selling metabolism super powder to the foundation, their daily supplement packs, Sakara's products are designed to help your wellness goals anytime, anywhere. And right now, Sakara is offering your, our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter code locked on 20 at checkout. That's Sakara, S A K A R A dot com slash locked on 20 to get 20% off your first order or sakara.com slash locked on 20. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. Go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast to get yourself caught up on the draft prospects ahead of the NBA Draft Combine, especially host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter are joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, Mock Draft, Player Rankings, and of course, Big Boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. As you can see, um, there's a lot to get. There's a lot to talk about here when it comes to to the NBA draft. Um, you know, in our in the mock draft that in the mock draft spin that we did, um, the Magic did end up with the number one overall with the number one pick. Um, I've explained why I would take Paolo Bancaro. Um, I, I see some familiar faces in here, but if you, if you have never spoken here on Twitter Spaces and you would not take Paolo Bancaro with the number one pick, t- make a speaker request or, or raise your hand. I don't know exactly how it works works here as a listener. Um, Go ahead and raise your hand. Let us know who you would take with the number one pick. Do you agree with our takes on Shaden Sharp? Do you think that Sharp is a little bit higher on the Magic's board than otherwise? Um, you know, let's 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 dig a little bit deeper into the draft. Who are guys that the Magic could take uh, with the thirty-second or thirty-fifth pick, or even trade back up into the first round to take? Um, you know, it's something I'm going to kind of dive a little bit more into here in the next couple of weeks once the draft order is really set. Um, trying to figure out who the targets are for the Magic to trade back into the first round, and, and again, like I said on 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 the episode earlier today, um, it's 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 on the episode of Locked On Magic earlier today. 
Um, it's about um, the person and the player, not the pick number. You know, I'm, I'm not going up there saying I want to target the 22nd pick. You know, there's a team you obviously want to target because they're probably the big enticement the Magic have to trade back into the first round is Terrence Ross. Um, you know, I, I do think the Magic tried to get a first-round pick for Terrence Ross at the trade deadline. They weren't able to do that. I think that it's very possible that that's what the Magic are going to try and do again, that they'll be insistent on getting back into the first round, even if it costs them another second-round pick. Um, I think that that is one of the team's big goals, and, and it's about figuring out which player you want to go for uh, with that pick. Again, it, it's it's not about the pick number. It's about the player you take. It's always about the player you take. Um, and you shouldn't be just because someone doesn't have player X going fifth or sixth or whatever. If your player is there, you take that player. Uh, you know, I'm a big believer when it comes to the draft, do what you can to get your person, your player. Don't worry about what number you have to take them at. That's that's really just salary slotting at that point. Um, some players that I've been looking at toward the end of the first round uh, that I really like, um, you know, again, whether they fit the magic is certainly a, a, is another question to explore. Um, I, I'm beginning to really like the idea of maybe chasing Christian Coloco of, of Arizona. He's projected to be a late first, early second round pick. Very late bloomer from Arizona. Uh, he was the Pac-12 most improved player of the year last year, the Pac-12 defensive player of the year. Great shot blocker, great finisher around the rim. Not a lot of offensive game offensive game to him. He had a big spike in production during his junior season. Um, you know, I think the Magic do need to find a third center somewhere. Um, we don't know if they're bringing back Mo Bamba. Uh, you know, we don't know if Wendell Carter's future is at the center. So I do anticipate the Magic will spend some free agent money on the center position. Um, again, whether that means they should draft a center is another is certainly another question. If the plan is to sign a free agent center, don't draft a center because um, you want uh, you want the rookie to be able to play. If you're going, especially if you're going to use a first round pick, you want to try and create a pathway for that player to to actually contribute and be a part of your team um, and, and all and all that. Um, so I, I'm looking at Christian Coloco as a potential late first round target. I still like the idea of Nikola Jovic. I know the Magic are pretty loaded at that big four uh, position, um, and, and Jovic has a lot of defensive questions, which is why he's not um, so high. Um, but I, 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 his playmaking and his and his ability to to score um, at at his size are, are something that's really impressive to me. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that he's not getting a little bit more buzz. I suspect that he will be a player that makes some waves at the NBA Draft Combine next week. Um, the other guy that I that I that I'm beginning to, to kind of take a shine to and, and read into a little bit more is Usman Jang uh, from the New Zealand Breakers in the NBL. Um, he is a six nine six ten point guard essentially. He's a kind of a point forward type player, really good play, really good playmaker. Again, the shot I think is something that still has to come along. He's super super young, um, but he's another player that that I think could make some some waves and make some noise through the workout process. I also like his teammate, Hugo Basin, uh, who, but he's probably more of a, a second round pick, still a super raw player, really finished the season on a strong note. He struggled at the beginning of the year, really finished the season strong. We've seen a lot of New Zealand, New Ze- a lot of uh, uh, N- NBL players from Australia really, really play well. I, I think that Australian league has really gotten a good reputation among draft people and among, uh, among those uh, in the draft. I want to know who are your prospects that you like. This is going to be our last mock draft Friday before the NBA draft lottery takes place. Who is the guy that you hope the Magic take, um, whether it's number one, whether it's number two? Um, are, are you not a Paolo Bancaro guy? Aren't, tell me that Paolo Bancaro is not the pick. Um, this, is your, this is your space to ask any Magic questions that you have. So if you want to raise your hand uh, and jump in the conversation here on Twitter Spaces, um, I am, I'm here to listen to you and answer your questions. It doesn't have to be about the draft necessarily. This is going to be... Uh, my last uh, podcast for Locked On Magic before the NBA Draft Lottery, so you'll you'll be on the show, which is exciting. Um, but 
I want to know what you guys are thinking ahead of the NBA draft lottery and ahead of this, this, you know, big moment for the Orlando Magic. You know, whether we like to admit it or not, a, a ping pong ball is going to determine, a, you know, these four ping pong balls are going to determine a lot of the Magic's future and a lot of what they hope to accomplish. And, and of course, it's all about player development at that point. It's all about getting the right person in um, and figuring out how they fit into the roster or making the roster fit around them. More than, Actually, more than anything else, I think that's what the Magic need is they need a guy to fit their roster around. Um, you know, I, I like Franz Wagner a lot. I don't think Franz Wagner is a number one guy. Um, you know, we, we got to see what Marco Fultz and Jalen Suggs can still be. Um, but obviously, I think this Magic team is still searching for that number one guy. And even if it's a stopgap option until they can find it or they can create the trade capital to find that guy, um, you know, the Magic certainly need a good draft night. Um, again, they had I thought they had a good draft night last year. Um, Franz Wagner, uh, obviously going to be an all-rookie team player. I still have a lot of optimism about what Jalen Suggs can become, even if it's just a, 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 an F, a, another Marcus Smart-type player. Um, those are really useful players. Those are guys that, that can be part of a winning team. But I, I still think we're missing that that big, big piece of the Magic. Absolutely have to nail this draft. They have to get the right pick, the right person uh, to help build this team. What Magic questions do you have? Um, if not, I'll launch into my NBA Draft Lottery explainer, um, if, if that's if that's what y'all want to hear at this point. Um, but I, I want to know what you, what you guys are thinking. So feel free to uh, raise your hand, uh, make a speaker request. Again, I'm not quite sure how... It works as a listener, so request to speak. Um, if you have any question, if you have any questions about the magic, uh, I'm I'm happy to answer any question that that you have right now um, that you have right now uh, about the team or about the draft uh, right now. Uh, let's get let's get a word in from our pal Daniel Mortensen. Uh, Daniel, uh, wait for you to connect here, and there you are. Daniel, how's it going, man? Hey, going well, Philip. How about you? I'm doing all right. Uh, so my question actually. Um, if in fact we do end up falling five or six, I know we've talked about Jaden Sharp. We've talked a little bit about Jaden Ivey and Keegan Murray. Um, I think the, there's one other person that could sneak into that group, which would be AJ Griffin. A lot of that is predicated on the fact that he has the three point shooting that would space out, help space the floor. He shot over 40% in college um, on five attempts. He has the NBA pedigree with his dad being an assistant coach. Um, for the Toronto Raptors. Former Magic assistant, too. Yep. Almost. And he was almost the choice for the head coach. Yep. Um, and he has the pedigree, or Andy has the ability defensively. Um, he has plus wingspan. He does have the ability defensively if his uh, athleticism returns from the knee injury he had previously. So he has that, too, for us. Uh, I actually think he could be a sneaky good choice. He's kind of similar to that Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown archetype. I want to get your opinions, though. Yeah, uh, you know, I I have admittedly kind of put AJ Griffin on a tier lower than than a lot of my top guys. Um, frankly, just when I've watched him, like all that stuff is there. He's a decent three point shooter. He's a good defender, um, but he just he never popped off the screen to me. And you know, I feel like, and, and maybe I'm falling into this trap. Maybe I'm falling into the kind of the James Book Knight trap where. You know, we all want a guy with star potential, but, you know, those are kind of big swings. It, AJ, you know, and and, and this, that's one of the reasons why I was kind of not really super in favor of drafting Franz Wagner. I didn't think Franz Wagner would be as successful in Orlando or, or what for what Orlando needed. Um, but um, I, I just don't feel like AJ Griffin is particularly that consistent. Um, 
the games that I watched, um, you know, he kind of looked, he was kind of invisible or, you know, if his shot's not going down, it, it, there's just really not a lot he can do. Um, so to me, you know, there, there is a point where this draft really falls off. And, and, and if you listen to a lot of the draft people, they'll tell, they'll, they'll say that like picks 14 through 25 or something like that could, could, could be anything. Like a, a lot of these guys are the same and it could even extend a little bit beyond a little bit further than pick 14. Um, and so, you know, again, the Griffin's not that low. I think that he'll go, go a little bit, go higher and, you know, before the, before 10, but um, I've just never been super impressed with him from the tape that I've watched. Maybe I need to go watch some more tape. Maybe I need to have a better understanding of him, but I just kind of see him very, as very limited as a three and D guy. Um, you know, not, you know, not, not a super explosive score, not even like a kind of spurty three point shooter. He's just going to be really solid. Again, that's not a bad thing. Um, you know, but I, I, I am a little bit curious. I am a little bit concerned that it won't translate as much to the NBA. Uh, and again, I, I don't think that he's necessarily, you know, if the, if the magic had a second pick, if, if they had their top pick and then another pick like last year, if, if the magic were picking AJ Griffin eighth in the same way they, they, that they picked Franz Wagner eighth, I'd say, okay, that, that makes some sense to me. That's, that's adding a nice role player to the star. You just added to, to, to someone big um, in this draft that high, you know, I, I want to take a guy with a little bit more upside. Um, and, and that's why I kind of have Ben Matherin ahead of him. Um, Benedict Matherin, he's an improving three-point shooter. He's not nearly the three-point shooter that A.J. Griffin is, um, but he's an improving three-point shooter. He's a much, he's a, he's just as good of a defender. He can explode to the basket a little bit more. He's got more athleticism. I, I just think that there are better versions of A.J. Griffin out there um, that, that I would take ahead of him. You know, again, a lot of these scouts probably know a lot more than me, and maybe I need to watch more tape on him. But I, I'm just not – A.J. Griffin just doesn't pop off the screen to me. Like, you know, I, I know Mark Williams isn't a, a top, top guy, but like Mark Williams popped off the screen to me more than A.J. Griffin did on those two teams. And maybe it's just because I'm a, I, I was a center in high school, so I always watch centers a little bit more more closely. Um, but uh, I, I just I, – I was just never – I was just never really impressed with what I saw from A.J. Griffin this year. Makes sense. And then one other question. Can you give me any like uh, professional comparisons for Keegan Murray? I've seen a lot of like Otto Porter Jr., um, which has kind of scared me off. I've seen Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Pascal Siakam. I do think that that is somebody that we really have to pay attention to based on Weltham's pension for taking players out of the Big Ten and players who have played their second year in college in the wingspan. Yeah, um, you know, he's... You know, I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think think a little bit about that because you know I I don't think he's sort of like any any of those players. To be perfectly honest, because you know Tobias Harris was never the three point shooter. He's always a little bit more ISO oriented. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's Al Horford. I don't think he's a, a center in that way. Al Horford was really a tradition was really a traditional power forward in college. Um, you know, a name that comes to mind for me um, is Desmond Bain. Uh, on, you know, I don't think he's as big you know as Desmond Bain is, um, but. Desmond Bain kind of got knocked for staying in college for four years uh, and, and was a really good shooter and a you know pretty good defender at TCU um, his senior year. Keegan Murray's kind of got the same knock against him. He stayed in school longer. Uh, he's a little bit older, older for this draft class, but he's a knockdown shooter. Um, he comes off screens really, really well. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's a bigger Rip, Richard Hamilton, um, but he works a lot, works in a lot of the same ways as kind of coming off of screens, coming off of pin downs. You know, he's, He's 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 just a really gifted gifted scorer, and he's got good athleticism to finish around the basket. So you know, I'm a, I'm a big Keegan Murray fan. It's not just my Big Ten bias there, 
Um, I, I think there's a lot to like about him, and I think he's going to be able to contribute or contribute pretty quickly as a, as a shooter. Shooter, um, maybe not necessarily as a, a pure scorer, but as a shooter at least a, 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 the moment he steps on the floor. Let's take another quick break so I can tell you a little bit about Built Bar. Now, imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. We've all done it. No shame at all on that. And then opening your eyes and realizing that was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's that's not your typical uh, ice cream cake icing, you know, batter. That's that, 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 that's not, that's not what you expect. This is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs. I'm super excited. It's one of the flavors that I've been most excited to try, and I have never had anything like this before. I've had the, the birthday cake sprinkle one that was really, really good. I've had some of the chocolate, German chocolate cake ones. I'm really excited to try this and, and dive in because who doesn't love birthday cake frosting? Who doesn't love birthday cake as a flavor, especially for a protein bar? Now, it's really fun too because these puff bars are like little protein-infused marshmallows in the middle of your bar. So this is literally like eating a candy bar, but it's full of protein and it's low calorie too. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar, this limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 1% real chocolate. That means that with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. And they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Go to Built.com to get your birthday cake puffs today. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com to check out the birthday puffs today. Try out the other flavors that they have there too. That's Built.com. Get put in code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Daniel, for the questions. Um, if if anyone else has a any questions or any comments they want to make, again, who's who's the prospect that you're keeping an eye on here um, in the NBA draft? Who's the guy that 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 you are looking looking for? Who do you got? Who do you think the Magic should trade up to get? Um, who's who's kind of the sleeper to to get in the sixth pick? AJ Griffin's a great answer for a guy that the Magic could take at six that could surprise a lot of people. Um, again, that that would not surprise me. Again, I, I know I just kind of 
what said I'm low on AJ Griffin, but would not surprise me if that is a direction the Magic do end up going. He does have a lot of things the Magic like. I think there are players um, better than him on my board, but again, everyone's board is different. So who's who's your sleeper pick if the Magic end up six? Who's the guy that that maybe is off the wall? Or, or again, let's let's ask that question straight up. Who do you hope is left for the Magic at six that you that you would take um, if that's where they end up? Because again, statistically, that is the most likely place the Magic are going to end up. Uh, as much as we want to have good vibes only, we do have to be prepared for any scenario that that, that might happen on Tuesday. Um, I'm here for you guys. If you want to jump in and ask any any other magic questions that you might have, um, request to speak. Again, I'm not quite sure how it works uh, on the guest, on the listener end here in Twitter spaces. Uh, go ahead, request to speak. I'm here to answer your questions. I'll hang out here um, probably for another 10-ish minutes or so. Um, and then I have, and then, and then I'll, and then we'll close up shop for the day. Um, but I'm, I'm here to answer your questions and, 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 and hear what you guys have to say here, uh, as we get ready for the NBA draft lottery uh, on Tuesday. Um, you know, I, I do like to do this every time the magic are in the NBA draft lottery. Um, and, and so I'll kind of go into the spiel now. Um, I, I think that as good as, as good and fun as Tankathon is, and, and, and I love Tankathon as, as a resource and, and as kind of a, a culture site. Um, I, I think Tankathon does a kind of poor job actually displaying how the lottery works. Um, it's not their fault. Um, I think I think people like simplicity. I think people like the idea of oh, if I hit this button, there's a 14% chance the magic will will turn up um, and win the lottery, or there's a you know 52% chance we'll end up in the top four, and that that's essentially how the lottery works. But I I do think it's actually important for fans to understand how the lottery mechanically actually works. Um, it's, it's explained a little bit. Um, if you go on YouTube, you can actually watch, you know, the, the NBA after the lottery show is completed, will post the actual lottery results. We'll post the actual lottery proceedings that are done in the sequestered room uh, where their team representatives watch the actual lottery uh, taking place. The lottery is not cheated. There is no way that, that the league could rig the lottery any would rig the lottery. It is, it is so procedural. Um, what, what the league does is they put, 14 ping pong balls numbered one through 14 in a drum. Um, so all the ping pong balls just go, you know, go rattling about. They draw one number, they draw four numbers. So what really, what we're really competing for. And I, I may, I say this during, during all the draft proceedings and, and during the tanking proceedings and people kind of wave it off, but what you're actually playing for is number combinations. Um, there are one, I think it's 1,001 number combinations that can be made with four digits using the numbers one through 14 once. I, think, I believe it's 1,001. Um, so essentially what you're playing for are these number combinations. The teams with the worst record in the, in the league get, I think it's 250 number, or they get, it's a, uh, sorry, it's 140 number combinations. That's how you get the 14% number. You get 140 number combinations. The first 140 go to the team with the worst record. So that's the Houston Rockets. The next 140 go to the Orlando Magic. So uh, essentially what will happen is if they draw the number 1, 2, 3, 4, the Houston Rockets win the NBA draft lottery. We're done. We're done. Um, essentially, I think the Rockets get every number combination with the numbers 1 and 2 in them. So that's 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 what happens. Orlando, the, the Magic, I think... I think the Magic's numbers start at like one four or one three or something like that, uh, or deep one three. Um, I have I, I tried mapping out the number combinations before, but um, essentially what ha- what the what the NBA draft lottery is is just a drawing of four numbers. Um, and so again, you're, you you play all season for these number combinations. Um, uh, you know, when there's a tiebreaker, like I explained to people, what they're actually breaking the tie they're actually breaking 
is how many number combinate or which set of number combinations those tied teams get. Um, you know, which you know they split the number combinations evenly if they have different percentages. Um, but but that's that's what those tiebreakers are uh, in the lottery sense. So what we're really what we're really watching, what we're really playing for is is those lottery is those lottery co- combinations, those numbers. Um, and, and how they they split out. Um, I think, you know, I did this last year. I watched the actual lottery and I said, you know, I think Cleveland's pick was the closest the Magic came to actually winning the lottery. Um, there was something like if a two had been drawn instead of a four, the Magic would have won the lottery that year um, or would have gotten the third pick uh, and, and, and essentially drafted Evan Mobley perhaps. Um, that's that's how the lottery works. So when I, you know, I'll, I will do that again. Try, I will do that again. When the, when the NBA posts the lottery, I will go watch it and I will say, if, the, if this number had been drawn instead of this number, the Magic would have won the lottery. And that's literally what the lottery turns on. It's, it's literally that stuff. If, if, no one is, if no one is drawn and a one is drawn on that last number, suddenly you go from like the Houston Rockets being losers of the lottery to being winners of the lottery. It's, it's, literally, stuff, it's literally stuff like that. It's, it's, it's really incredible watching. Of course, it's completely by chance. There's no way um, that they could fake this stuff. Uh, and there's no way that they could... Uh, rig this if they wanted to. The the balls are drawn at predetermined uh, intervals. There's a guy with a stopwatch literally telling them draw, and they they draw they draw the next number. So it's 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 fascinating to watch. You know, I I part of me wishes they just do the the real lottery drawing live. Um, you know, I think that would kill that would it, that would not be as exciting TV, obviously, but um, I think it would kill a lot of the conspiracy theories about the lottery. And I'm glad the NBA started releasing the actual lottery drawing um, after the fact. Uh, I will share that when, when, it, when it gets posted because I, I, do, I do find that stuff kind of fascinating. And, and again, it's all luck. All this stuff is luck. As much as these guys are math wizards and try to get the odds all in their favor at the end of the day, it is a lottery. It is all luck. And there's nothing you can do about any of it. Um, like I tell people who complain about the 2017 draft, if the Magic had won two more games, they would have picked second. All of it would have been moved. Um, that's, that's, that's the reality of it too. Um, so that's my lottery explainer. I do it every year. Um, so we'll probably do it again next year at some point. Um, I'm getting ready to close up shop here cause I do have to uh, get, re- I, I am a, a little bit of a tight deadline here. So, uh, if you have any last questions about the magic, about the draft, go ahead and jump in, uh, jump in with, with a speaker request or raise your hand right now. Um, otherwise we will close up shop and, and wrap things up here, uh, for this, mo- for this final mock draft Friday before the NBA draft lottery. Uh, anyone want to jump in? Anyone have a question? Anyone have uh, something they want to get off their chest about the Orlando Magic here? Okay, seeing that there are no questions, I want to thank everyone for joining the Twitter Spaces. Um, I hope uh, you had a good good time enjoying this. I hope you've enjoyed the lottery process. Um, I will not speak to you again until after the NBA Draft Lottery, so I hope to see some of you at the NBA Draft Lottery party, party. Again, the Draft Lottery takes place at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Um, a bunch of us um, will be heading to the official NBA Draft Lottery party on on Tuesday at 7 p.m. That will be at Harry Buffalo um, in downtown Orlando. Uh, so definitely check us out there um, if, if you want to hang out with some Magic fans and either celebrate or wash away your, wash away your, your sadness. Um, good vibes only allowed, though, so everything's going to be just okay. For those of you that don't know, I'm also the host of Locked on Magic. You can follow, follow me there on Twitter. You can follow, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, search your tune in, Himley, Google, Spotify, Odyssey. All of them places on the podcast, your podcast enabled listening device. You can also follow me on Twitter at R underscore me. We'll have plenty more on Orlando Magic Daily. We're wrapping up our player evaluations here before the NBA Draft Lottery. We're trying to get it done before the NBA Draft Lottery. 
Um, and then we'll be all draft. We'll be going heavy into the draft once the draft lottery takes place as we get ready for this critical NBA draft for the Orlando Magic. But that's going to do it, do it for us today. I want to thank everyone who joined the Twitter spaces. I want to thank everyone who is listening to the replay on Locked on Magic. Until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this is Joel Frost Mike. We'll see you again next time here on Twitter spaces as well as on Locked on Magic. Have a good weekend, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 